there! We are so glad that you have tuned into this podcast. Um, I'm just laughing because Tom always gives me the signal of when to start, and it just made me laugh this time because he was very animated. Anyway, we are Tom and Julie Meekins. And I'm a dad, grandpa, and brother in Christ. And I'm a mom, Grammy, and sister in Christ. And together, we entered the world of special needs 25 years ago. Now with 2021 upon us, um, it's going to be 26 26 years years. this year. This year. Uh, with our youngest daughter, Amy. Our desire is to help you be the champion for your kids that you want to be. And we hope that you'll find something that will make your world just a little brighter. Mm. Today's podcast is the fifth of a nine-part series entitled Practical Tips to Survive COVID Education Days at Home. I bet you can resonate with that, can't Mm -hmm. you? This series was written to bring help and hope and strategies to parents as they navigate school time at home, either part-time or full-time. However, you will find practical tips for all of life that can be implemented at any time. And to go back to the other uh, sections, uh, the other uh, parts, um, you'll find uh, the first one that we did was settle yourself, and then settle the children, then be flexible. Uh, Last time we did laugh. Today we're going to be talking about having compassion, and we'll get into guide, praise first, recruit, help, and uh, keep things in perspective in future future podcasts. In our first podcast of this series, we talked about settling yourself. We talked about taking steps to breathe, mm-hmm. get into God's Word, pray, eat chocolate, you know how important that is. Mm-hmm. Check in with others for support. In our second podcast of the series, we talked about settling the children. Uh, we covered many calming techniques for the children and included physical activities and sensory activities. In our third podcast of this series, we talked about being flexible. Mm, important. We discussed listing the things that are going well, being thankful for what we do have, and about choices we can make to help us not sweat the small stuff. We also talked about stopping to consider what our children are feeling and how to validate them, encourage them, and love them. In our fourth podcast of this series, we talked about taking the time to laugh. Mm -hmm. Life can be pretty intense raising children. We are often stressed about all the things on the task list that have not been done. Sometimes we cannot see the pleasurable things, uh, the things that create lasting memories, uh, the precious moments because of clutter of noise in our heads and our hearts. We suggest practical ways to intentionally set a peaceful tone and atmosphere in our homes. Chaos will take over, so we do need to be mm. intentional, don't we, about creating peace. Today on this fifth podcast of the series, we want to encourage you to have compassion. Mm. Life is a little upside down for everyone these days. Very little is the same. Shopping for groceries is strange. Eating out is way different. Children's activities are so restrictive. Most of us are shopping for everyday things online more than we have ever done before. Christmas uh, was a a a lot of uh, online shopping for us. How many Amazon boxes do you do you have laying around the house? 
And have you received at we your doorstep? Even, we <laughs> even created a snow plow on the front of our grandson's little tyke's car. And then he was using the, all the empty boxes Tom put together for to pretend that that was the snow or it was a truck that was building blocks. And we've had more fun with those boxes. Bridges. Just take all the boxes, <laughs> put the covers, you know, fasten the covers on, and, and you have blocks. You have big blocks, depending on how many... Yeah, boxes you have and the sizes of them, you, you can build a building with them. All those Christmas gifts and what do we love to play with? The boxes. boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Even just figuring out all the changes in our world and how best to utilize them for our family or for our ministry, what is available every day? Living can be overwhelming. Parents are a little stressed out. Mm. Ministry leaders are stretched to keep the ministry vibrant. Guess what, folks? The babies, preschoolers, and students are feeling those vibes of the adults in their world. And as adults, we know how hard it has been to keep up with the rapidly changing times. One day, there are windows of opportunities, and the next day, everything's shut down again, tight, because of increasing cases of COVID-19. One day, everyone is uh, in, in our little world is, is fine. Uh, the next day, the virus is working its way through family members or friends that we know. We know a family that has seven children, and it's gone through every single one of them mm -hmm. recently. We make plans with friends and family, and then the plans change because someone has to be quarantined. It's crazy. It's unpredictable. It's disheartening sometimes and often disappointing. It's frustrating. It's overwhelming, and it, it's like riding a roller coaster. Now, imagine how all this feels to a child, a preteen or a teen. Stop and think for a minute of life from their perspective. You might see difficult behavior, more tears, more whining, increased bickering among siblings, expanded restlessness in those who are nonverbal or who have difficulty expressing what they are feeling, more meltdowns, more sassy back talk, or maybe the need for more solitude or downtime. Does this sound familiar in your world? What looks like disobedience or defiance could derive from the child being overwhelmed by the emotions and actions of the adults around them? So what can you do to help? First go back to the first pod, or yeah, you could go back to the first pod podcast in this series and follow the steps to settle yourself. It's like that idea of putting the oxygen mask on yourself in an airplane first mm. before you help someone else. So you need to settle yourself. Second, be intentional about having compassion for the children. Whether you're a parent or someone who works with children, having compassion for them builds relationships. Third, validate your child's feelings, struggles, and challenges. Here are some ways that you can do that. Be the president of your child's fan club. I love that. Notice the child's efforts, gifts, and talents and encourage them. This is cool. Catch them doing good and point that out when you notice. Let them know that you appreciate them just because who they are. Remind them that they are fearfully and wonderfully made by a God who loves them just the way they are. Tell them how much they mean to you. Psalm 139 verse 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully 
and wonderfully made. Our children are valuable. They need to know that. Uh, it's so easy to get down. It's so easy to get, to get discouraged. We need to encourage one another. God does that for us, mm-hmm. as in the psalm that Tom just read. And so we want to turn that around and do it for our kids, too. Another thing that you can do to help validate your child's feelings is take time to listen. There are many ways to listen to a child. Get to know this child and find out what is important to them. If they are verbal, listen to them tell you things. Even, you're going to love this, if you have heard about it a thousand times, act like it's the first time and that it is fascinating to you. Yes, we have to become actors sometimes. And these are things we're still learning. If they're not so great at expressing themselves, listen to them by observing what they do to enjoy life. Listen by knowing what stresses or frustrates them and work toward helping them to cope and maybe overcome. Watch that your expectations are not higher than this child can actually achieve at this time in their development or even on this particular day. Don't assume that a child who can articulate well and seems typical has their act together all the time. No one does. Give the child rope to grow and expand their life experiences. Advocate. Mm. Help this child to have opportunities that are both realistic and stretching by communicating to others who can provide new experiences for them. Go to bat for them. Advocate for them. Raise awareness in the community, church or otherwise, to help leaders give them a chance to participate in a way that they can be successful. Oftentimes, these leaders really just don't know. And if we can kindly Mm -hmm. inform them of ways that could be helpful to the children that they're serving, you know, that could just go miles in, in making it better for everybody. Okay, another one, how to validate your child's feelings. Have their back. When the child messes up in public, show grace, mercy, and support. Don't add to their embarrassment with your own agenda of saving face. Let them know that you're in their corner. Absolutely. So in summary, you can make a huge difference for a child by exercising compassionate, supportive measures of validating a child by being the president of their fan club, by taking time to actively and intuitively listen to the child, by advocating for the child and by having their back. So, as you settle yourself and settle the children, learn to be more flexible, have empathy for your children, decide to take time to laugh, also have compassion. Tune in next time on this podcast for our discussion on some tips to gently and lovingly guide our children. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye for now. Goodbye for now. (laughs) Take care.